John Wertheim here with another Sports Illustrated Tennis Podcast. We have a longtime friend of mine. I once would have called him legendary coach. Now I call him Hall of Famer. Nick Boliteri, welcome. Thank you, John. How you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm uh, getting ready to play a little golf. I would call you a trader for playing golf, but uh, but I'm glad you got in a tournament. <laughs> you want to talk about the French Open? Let's talk about the French Open as long as you brought it up. We have uh, our second major of the okay. year starts in a few days. I think for the first time in a long time, we, we've got a uh, yet another year. We've got an overwhelming favorite on the men's draw, but it is not the guy we're used to. No, you're absolutely right, John. And uh, I'm coming out with something on my Facebook today. And, and I'd rather not say anything until the French Open because... Remember, Nadell's record is 62-1, and one. and uh, yes, he's had a difficult two or three months, but you'll never know what this guy can do. But overall, to me, Novak, in the history of tennis, even though he hasn't won as many Grand Slams as Sampras and Federer, I think he's the most perfect uh, player today with no weakness. So if you're, let's go back to Nadal for a second. If, if you're coaching him, I mean, obviously you, you made your bones as a coach and a motivator. You stated his record. I mean, he's, he's won every single match he's played at Roland Garros except for one. If you're coaching him and you're in that locker room before he goes out there, what's the message you're, you're giving to him at this point in the game? You don't have to prove anything. Nothing at all. You've already proved to the world who you are. Go out. Enjoy the game and relax a little bit like you have before. And I, I think what's happened is you get a few losses like this and then the players are not hesitant to play you. I think Nadell should forget about his record, forget where he is, go out and show him the real Nadell who fights and who's able to win the point. How much does it surprise you if he turns things around and wins this thing? Well, I tell you, John... Anything this man does would not surprise me because there's only a few people in the history of the game that has done what he's done on that red clay court. You never, never, never can call him out. So if we, we operate on the assumption Djokovic is our favorite, as you say, as, as perfect a player as we've seen, just, just no weakness, Nadal's record speaks for itself. Realistically, is anybody else capable of winning this? Well, I, I, I believe that Murray in the last few weeks has come up with some brilliant strategy when he beat our boy Kay and also beating Nadell. He stepped up to the baseline and hit every shot very early and they caught them off guard. And uh, that was a, a brilliant strategy. But you got to remember, this is the best three or five sets. And even though Djokovic may start off a little slow, I think overall... The way he controls the court, his drop shots, his change of pace, his good serve, he can volley. Overall, in the best three or five sets, I have to give Djokovic the advantage. So what do you say if you're coaching Djokovic? I mean, obviously he's playing terrific tennis. He beat Nadal badly the last time they played. But he's never won the French Open. And I would say if, if he doesn't win for whatever reason, defeat, injury, if he doesn't win this well, tournament, just, it'll sting him. You just brought up a very important point. I believe he would donate his purse to charity if he could win this title at the French Open. Uh, that's how much he wants. But, John, 
you know in sports as well as I, sometimes when you want something so much, you press a little bit. And I believe the penalty of being the heavy favorite and being number one in the world is that everybody is out there to be famous overnight by beating you. So he cannot let down, John. He's got to play from the first day, sir. That's that's what you tell him if you're if you're coaching him. That's right. I, I would tell him just go out and do what you've been doing all year round, and whatever the results are, the results will be. But if you if you put in your mind, I got to win this French, I got to this title makes me win everything. Then John, what what you're doing, you're battling the foes, and you're battling yourself of of saying you've got to win. Go each day, take one match at a time. Don't look at the draw. Go out and do what you're capable of doing, controlling the court, playing everything. I believe that's what Djokovic has to do, sir. If I didn't know better, I, I would say you once were a coach in your day. That's good advice. What, what about the women? <laughs> what? what uh, I mean, the women is obviously, we, we say this every event, it's certainly uh, more, well, more contenders, you, you know, more open John, field. This, this, this is interesting to women. Is our girl Serena healthy? Is she healthy? Because day in and day out, Serena would be the favorite no matter what surface. Now, you have a few others. I was surprised a little bit of Halep losing at the Italian in the semis. She certainly is a person that plays well on clay. She moves well. She's tenacious. She's always after you. But look at Maria Sharapova. I mean, look. I mean, she's not supposed to be a clay court player. Maria's playing well. She's got a great coaching team headed with Swin. So I would say that Halep, Sheriff over there. But you know, with the ladies, you know, John, I'm not trying to say they're more difficult, but anything can happen with, with the ladies. But I think if Serena is healthy, she has got to still be the favorite, sir. Even only having won this event, you know, once in the last five years and, and, out out early last year, you, you still put her at the top. Well, I, I, I think this is the thing here. Serena cannot get emotional. And also, I don't think that Serena can continue starting slow all the time, John. I, I think she's got to go out, take control from the first point. Don't give the girl any idea that they can win that match. And you remember, how Movement on clay is very, very important. And Halep is a tremendous mover. Tremendous. And Maria right now is playing well because she hits the ball very early. She doesn't give you a chance to breathe. But if the rallies continue, then the rallies go against her. So she's got to stand on top of that baseline, go for it, hit some swinging volleys. But the longer the rallies go on against a person like Halep or a few of the other girls can hurt Maria. So I'm going to send everyone to your Facebook page all week, but uh, give, give me give me a dark horse outside those those three players. Who who else do you give a chance at winning this? Well, you know, with with the girls, it's hard. To, you know, Kiptova can come in. I don't think Ivanovic is going to win. She, I saw her play in Italy. It was not the same honor. Lisicki comes and goes. She, she just can't win the, the big ones now. J- Jelena's big toe is hurting. She's not moving well. Uh, I would say, you know, that little tough Russian played very well at Italy, but I don't think 
she can win. I don't think she can win the finals. I think it boiled down to Sharapova, Halep, or uh, or Serena, sir. So you you look out there and you look at the landscape of tennis now. Is is there one player where you say, boy, I would love to work with that player? I I really think I can help them in terms of motivation or with their games. Is, is there one player that you would travel the world with and uh, and coach? Well, you know something. He's got a super coach right now. But for me to get on the same court with Federer uh, would, would be something that would more than cap anything I've done in my career. But Edberg has coached him brilliantly, moving him closer to the baseline, a little bigger racket, taking the ball up on the rise, a very improved serve, and going to the net. I was a little surprised how his forehand fell down when he played in the finals, though. The forehand gave way, which normally is his bread and butter shot. But to get on the court with with, with the Federer would be an honor, John. You know what I think about Federer, Nick? I I think he needs to team up with GR8 and, and have a fantasy opportunity <laughs> for anybody to be his coach. If he, yeah, John, if he did that, you would not be millionaires. We wouldn't have to worry about nothing, John. T- t- tell me about GRA. You're, uh, you won't be going to the French Open, but you will be going to Wimbledon. And, uh, yes, I, I understand and, you've got a new opportunity and, this year. And, and, you know, well, it's a good opportunity because my boy was, was a student. Whitner was a student at the academy. And, and JC is a wonderful guy and a very astute, bright young man. And what he's done, he, he's going for the high end job, which you have to. When you go over to Wimbledon and have to pay for transportation and everything, what he's done is putting together an exciting day that includes maybe a, on the court, uh, sitting down with them at lunch and watching a match and answering Q&As. And a lot of people like doing this. They, they like knowing, Nick, tell me what's going to happen, what's going to happen. So I think that uh, JC is is really come up with a brilliant idea and I hope that it takes off and I'm I'm you know really honored to be uh, selected to be part of this uh, team John. And you still love this stuff. The, the the public speaking and the travel and uh that, that still appeals to you at this stage in the game. It, it does John. Uh, you know I like the excitement. You know I sleep with one eye open, one eye closed and uh I've been around and uh it, it's just been an exciting life for me to be able to do what I've done but also helping children of need in the inner city programs and I'm going to be teaming up with the USCA during the open and and promoting high school high school tennis John that's where I'd like to do a little bit more and I've been doing a lot of motivational speaking as well John We're going to look for you at Wimbledon we'll talk again and uh okay. meanwhile we'll see what happens at the French always a pleasure Nick All right call me John anytime you need me sir and thanks so much for this opportunity you got it. That's the inimitable Nick Boloteri stopping by, previewing the French Open with us. You can check out our coverage on SI.com for the next two weeks. Have a good week, everyone. We'll talk soon.